Did you watch the the trailers? Yeah, I watched all of them actually. Okay. I forgot that I had watched some of them. My only thing is, I mean, uh, cold ice, cold ice. Cold we'll, when we ice. talk about the Ant Man, cold as ice. When we talk Paradise. about the Ant Man wasp thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am interested to see what Bendis has to do because he's like he's got the exclusive deal on Superman now, where yeah. he's gonna write like a All one. Yeah, well, he's gonna write like a one through six miniseries, yeah. and then he's gonna take over Action Comics. And Superman, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm interested to so see. He's be writing all the books, pretty much. I it's think a lot of faith to put into one. I mean, he person. he's done really well with that. Like, yeah, he. I mean, he was doing Defenders mm-hmm. and uh, Jessica Jones at the same time, same characters. Well, part of the same cast. Well, and yeah, then we'll, we'll get doing, into it. Yeah, we'll get into it. Um, are you up at all on <clears throat> Dragon Ball Super? ending i've read about it and yeah. like i have i still don't right, know well, why uh, maybe i'll explain that. i still don't know why right, i'll tell you what because i i of course, I'm, at the, I'm at the Are pulse well we'll get into it we'll okay. get into it, what it means cold ice Hello, Super Friends Super Show on your radio dial. Get yourself a nice hot cup of cocoa in these wintry months. It is the Super Bowl of Super Show. Sean Brennan, Sean Dwyer, after the Super Bowl. It's the Super Show, Super Bowl post time. Yeah, yeah. Post game show. I've brought the marshmallows, and hopefully my one marshmallow yeah. doesn't turn to a big like mm. marshmallow without that hot cocoa, and I have to slice it and eat it. Sounds like you got that marshmallow from the joke store, just like you got this, this show from the show store. And we're going to load you up with some talk about the Avengers. We saw, God, we saw the Super Bowl, some trailers dropped. Uh, if you're a fan of Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball Super, we got some news for that person in the audience. That one the guy. The one guy who's like, yeah! Who's, who has this inhaler and is getting into the... telling. Even though he still watches Dragon Ball Super, it's it's not as cool as the new anime he's getting into. Oh, yeah. We'll talk to that guy directly. Yeah, He'll be yeah. on stage with us. It's going to be great. We're not on stage. We're in a satellite of free love. No. Up here in the uh, the old ones and zeros, the we are digital working on that satellite. We are working on that the satellite of free love stage, though. Yeah, like, that's it, right. It's it's not impressive, but it's it's a stage nonetheless. Like, yeah. come on. It's like the stage they built uh, the Care Bears for the Care, Dare, Care Bears cartoon series. They had a stage and they would do uh, performances on it. Yeah, it's pretty. I mean, that's what we're working. That's my a little. That's the model we're going yeah. after. I'm not going to say it's exactly. You know, I don't blueprint. know the specs, but we're we're doing it. You know, there is a one for one situation where I have I've watched every single episode of the Care Bears, not just for my son, but really for my own research. And we are going to construct it. it is it just you with the the glasses, like the Joe Schumacher? Yes. The that you're just like it's all the way down. I don't know why I said Joe Schumacher, but I I imagine he looks like this, where the yeah. glasses are all the way down at the bottom of your nose. You're just like taking notes diligently, like looking up at the Care Bears. Yeah, yeah. That's how you let everyone know you're in charge, and you're in charge of what your son is watching and helping you construct. He's also on the. He's I'm the foreman. He's on the pit crew. He's up there on stage. He's on the pit crew. You know whatever whatever terminology. I'm not a I'm not a professional or you know the guy who builds things for a living. Whatever those guys are called. You I tell mean, me about it. They, they, it could be a mason. A it could mason. be a carpenter. Yeah. It could be a handyman. He could just be a handyman. Who knows? All the above. Yeah. All of the above. Sean Brennan, did you watch the Super Bowl? I did. You're basking in the glow of the Super Bowl. Right I now. was still surprised how well that Eagles play mm. because mm. Tom Brady tried to do that play. It didn't work out too well. Yeah. With his hurt little finger. 
and then the Eagles did it. And it, even though the throw was terrible, yeah. the throw made it into the touchdown. You're talking about the trick plays. I am talking for about the For those people play. who, for that, for that one, the same guy who was upset about Dragon Ball Super ending yeah. didn't watch the Super Bowl. So we're explaining, we're yeah. having to recap, we're he, having to catch him back up. He's our main audience yeah. right meow. At the back of the audience, we were yelling to him, the person in the, the last row. Yeah. That's who we're thinking of when we do the show. The Super Bowl had some interesting trailers, some interesting moments. This is our, our famous Super Bowl post-game super podcast oh, that we do. super famous. People tune in once a year just for this one. Oh, I mean, why wouldn't you? Let's be honest. Don't this miss is it. where we get all the information, mm-hmm. we distill it down to its core oh, essence, yeah. and then we That's just right. give you a nice, sweet, hot drip. It's like those Fraser cappuccinos where they're yes. super tiny. That's what you get. And then we get Mila Kunis in here to... Is it Mila or Mila? Whatever. Yeah. Her, I just I just yell, Mila, you're on set. Film our commercial up. about our about our uh, our whiskey. What was she selling? What is she selling? She, it was whiskey. She was, was it like, whiskey? Right. In, in bourbon barrels, because this is how she talked. Yeah. In bourbon barrels for a decade. That's how we make this show. That is how we make this show. We have her on retainer, Mila Kuna. Um, Kuna Milas, what is her name again? Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. Kuna I think Kuna Mila Molinas. Kunis yes. is her... Uh, brother mm. that we keep in the attic yes who's kind of like the janitor and we just feed him fish heads every week so. oh we need a handyman around here i mean yeah that's what we keep him around for but we watched the super bowl there yeah. were some fantastic moments are you you are not a uh, traditional football fan no you no, don't watch not. on a week-to-week basis you Golly, don't keep up no. on the, the draft talk now we are officially in draft season oh god why? what does that mean to you when someone says it's draft season I, it, mean, it means this, this is a good start yeah. for when your mouth stops moving. Yeah. For everybody to be like, okay, bye. Because yeah. you're going to talk for, for however About long. About the draft strategies. Oh, uh, yeah. Draftology. I don't, I don't care. The big board. I don't care. I mean, the only thing that I care about is the FX show mm-hmm. that dealt with this. This that was oh, the, the only, league. You're talking about that the was league. The only, yeah, yeah, with the league. That was the only time that I was like, okay, I understand the draft. Yeah. It's just, It's just like nerd talk. For bros who like football, they had to put through a uh, through a the type of lens so you could enjoy it. Yeah, and then I I show. still don't care about. It. I'm That's just like right. I don't. You guys got to stop this. Well, for people like you or some other people, we tune in for the commercials, yeah. for the, uh, the the new trailers, the debuting trailers. I'm a football fan, but I also enjoy, of course. Did you enjoy the Ram trailer? The Ram trailer. What is the Ram trailer? The, so so they had. <laughs> A commercial for Ram. Is a, is a Dodge truck Ram's new trailer that they de- debuted? Ram, here's our trailer. Pretty much. Uh, the literal did, trailer. Well, what they oh, did. Oh, was that a commercial? That's funny. Yeah, no. Did they so, do like an old take on, here's the new trailer? No. So what they did is they had their Ram commercial and they had mm-hmm. MLK speech. Oh, I heard about this. over that. And then I'm this. watching and I'm like. I missed this one. Why is MLK like. Like, who in the MLK family owns the rights to that speech and is like, here you go, Dodge. Give me money. He, he signed, it was a contract he signed with that look, and he thought it was, he was giving a signature to some kid. But that was actually the founder of Dodge, Ram. Yeah. That he, he was signing his life rights away. Yeah, it makes sense. Too. Makes total sense. That's, that's what happened. I apparently missed that one. Some controversy. That's one of those controversial commercials. Me, I tune in just for I, just, you know, I, the the trailers, things like this. I don't. I try not to watch more commercials per commercial break uh, than I than I. I try not to watch no, no more commercials than I typically do on a normal commercial break. Yeah. Usually, when you get commerc- fatigued, you don't want. I don't that. like. I'm not going to sit here and watch your commercials just because it's a Super Bowl. You're still trying to get me to buy something. Yeah. No. 
No, you're you, putting you, in a nice glossy package. You paid a lot of money for it. You try, you throw in Burt Reynolds, and I'm supposed to sit down and watch your commercial now? No. no. You're, you, sir, are too smart. That's right. I'm still going on a sandwich break. Going to make my little self a sandwich right there in the kitchen. Got yourself a little Sammy? Yeah. And I have, you know, when someone, when I'm like, hey, just when the Star Wars, uh, the new Sol- the Han Solo prequel. Solo. When the, the Han Solo when solo film, which was which was rumored to be debuting during the Super Bowl, and they did not disappoint. When that debuts, yell out, and I'll run with yeah, from the yeah. kitchen. Oh yeah, totally. And so let's start there. Okay, do- great. There is a movie coming out in May. Believe it or not, it is on Memorial Day, May the twenty fifth. Be with so. you. Yes, I think so. And you it's can all, do that it, with it, any it, day of that month. Yeah. May the twenty fifth be with you. Yeah. The, the, the May the fourth has really ruined everything for everyone. May the twenty fourth be with you. May yeah. the thirteenth be with sure. you. Sure. It doesn't even matter. Oh, it's just a, whatever day. It's a month long celebration. Yeah. May the um, be with you. There's also free comic book days in May. It's a it's a great month. You got two gigantic movies. There. I feel like there's a third one, but I might be forgetting about it. Coming out in May, of course, you have Solo, which is the Han Solo prequel film. Yeah. And people have been wondering, God, why have we not seen really an official screen grab you haven't seen much a trailer anything and i guess it was because they're waiting for the super bowl but which is a, okay so which is that's smart, probably but also problematic okay but the thing is is that it's marvel yeah it's 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 marvel dc and disney and only two of those know what they're doing mm. and clearly it's disney and marvel and the thing is is that i was i was happy with it I wasn't like looking at something 20 minutes every day. It was a new Han Solo thing. It wasn't right, like screen right. grabs and whatever. Well, it now was. from yeah. until I mean, May, now, now they're Now until the end of time, yeah. it's just photos of... That's a, you know what? People are just hungry for information. And we saw our first like trailer, a minute and a half. This one's a more of a teaser than a trailer. Yeah, no, I liked it. I liked it. You got a good look at mm. everyone who's kind of in there. You got a great look at young solo yes you got a great look uh, at young chewy he looks generally the same which is weird because more belt so you have the wookies and so chewbacca looks the same which is is, great you can't screw up chewbacca it's weird though like he, he doesn't age no at all um under the he's just got a lot of hair underneath who knows what he looks like but i i guess wookies age slower at a slower rate than uh most other races so he's Maybe. in it looks the same great good standby um chewbacca with it with, with being a wookie you got han solo played by that uh, his i always forget his name it's a german actor name and i german don't know von people german, there's have you heard all of the rumors and reports coming out as far as the backstage or the behind the scenes uh the production nightmare that this movie's kind of been losing their director, their yeah. team of directors halfway yeah. through and bringing on Ron Howard and essentially reshooting 80% of the movie and people coming out even saying Alden Heidenreich. Eiden, am I pronouncing that right? It's from the, across the table. It's E H R E N R. E-I-C-H. So however German you want to go. So there were the reports that the kid, the reason that they ended up getting rid of the first team of directors, the the guys who did the Lego movie, was because they were making him improvise too much. And apparently improvise solo. Right, improvise solo. And he was he was complaining that he didn't feel comfortable doing so much improvisation on set. But then I guess after they left, they were concerned about and it was more of like just a regular standard film with Ron Howard and read the lines on the page and you'll be fine, kid. They were then concerned about his acting. 
So, and you, so there's, there's a lot wrapped around this. You know, the fact that they haven't shown us something until just now with a movie just a few months in the future, but I don't know. So we'll, we'll see. And I got a lot of the same talk came out about Rogue One too, that they were, the, the studio is concerned about what's, what the response was going to be for Rogue One. So yeah. this could be the same thing, and Rogue One turned out fine. Yeah, I mean, the, my, like, I'm curious to see, because there, there's that space where they have the Clone Wars saga, and then there's kind of that space where Rogue One fits in right. between those films, but I'm also curious as to... Where this one fits. Exactly. Like, I'm curious about where the politics are. I'm mm-hmm. curious about... Because there's, that such, there's such a large gap, and then all these things are happening, and they right. don't really shine a light I guess on many corners. I guess this takes place... After Revenge of the Sith, okay. so the, the Empire takes hold and they start rampaging the galaxy. They start uh, they, they rule the galaxy with an iron fist and they yeah. have that whole thing going on because you see a Star Destroyer and you see some TIE fighters chasing the Millennium Falcon through a, uh, through a cloud tunnel, which yeah. they have. Yeah. That could have been the Kessel Run. I don't the, know what uh, that was. The famous Kessel Run that, they all, that they've mentioned in, but this, who knows? in Star Wars lore. So you, you do see some, some Imperial... Um, starships. So yeah. this is set during that period after... So you wonder if Darth Vader is going to have a cameo in this. Because I, he's out there. He's part of this. He's I in the suit. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Like, I feel like that this would have to be like, this is you mm-hmm. and Donald Glover. Like, Donald I, Glover is playing Lando Calrissian. Yeah. I, and he looks fantastic. God, when he came onto the screen, I'm, I just wanted to pause it. And like, he's, got some, TV. Yeah. he's got some... He's got some... It was a perfect first look at him yeah in the trailer he has like smoke and like it just steam around him and he just a real cool hero shot and and you didn't really get a in the in the super bowl spot they released an extended version online you didn't actually get a good look at han solo's face at all yeah you got a voiceover where if you were like me you didn't hear because if you're at a Super Bowl party or at a gathering where there's more than three people, you can't hear what the audio is at all. So that's that brings me back to my what I wanted to say initially when we talked about this. If this was a smart idea, you're getting a large audience of people seeing this for the very first time. But most people like me were at a gathering where people are talking during the commercial breaks. I mean, and I can't hear what's being said. Like he's doing a voice. The Han Solo character is doing a voiceover talking about how he was in, uh, he was, he was in flight school or he was in the Academy, but they, he left because he wanted to do his own thing. But I didn't, I, I only got to hear that after I saw the full internet version. I think the whole point was like, Oh guys, holy crap, this is happening right now. Everyone shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and they also paid for the, you know, the Super Bowl ad. They knew that if, they had the Super Bowl ad. They had to put something out there. So, right. I don't know. Now, well, they paid for it, and you certainly got it in front of 100 million people. Yeah. At least. I'm not sure what the official number is. I guess it's down this year. That's what I'm, I've been reading. It's not high enough. 100 million people plus. But hopefully it's going to be money well spent. Movie comes out in a few months. You're now going to see You're going to see a, a media push intensify as we get closer to May 25th. And it should be interesting to see if this is the first big flop of the since they since they since Disney purchased Star Wars several years ago. You could say the Last Jedi. Well, the Last Jedi Jedi is weird because it did really well with critics. It did really well at the box office. The only thing that we're that people are going to as far as saying 
Last Jedi was a failure is this this audience score, yeah. which can be easily influenced. Well, I don't think... And you don't have to have any credibility as an audience member who is yeah. scoring this, so... I mean, I don't yeah. think that's a flop. I don't think... I don't think it's a flop at all. No, I don't think this one's going to be a flop either. I think that financially, yeah. financially, it's going to do perfectly fine. It's going to mm-hmm. do fine, like every other big movie. I right. think... It's going it, to do on par with, like, Rogue One. Yeah, I definitely think that it may... If they did it right, they definitely gave you more of a hunger and a mm-hmm. thirst to be like, I like a young Han Solo. Right. I like him seeing what he was like when he was younger, as opposed to... okay. So this may be the downfall because I don't know if you remember. Do you remember the Hercules TV show? I do. Do you remember the Sorbo, young, Kevin do you, Sorbo? Do you remember the young Hercules TV show? I know it by name. Exactly. I don't really remember very much. No, this going and doing prequels of young characters. Yeah. You know, young popular characters and going back and doing their their young days, their early yeah. days is usually a bad idea. Yeah. So so that. That may, in the long run, as the actual film mm-hmm. about how good it is, that may hinder it because you're just like, oh, okay, like how many homages are they going to pay yeah. to what's going to happen? Is this going to well, be like the thing, the 2012 prequel where like they set up everything so it lines perfectly up with the other movie? Yeah. Oh, uh, you wonder. You you wonder where this is. Where this? I haven't gone back. I'm sure that there is a Wikipedia entry oh. as far as oh, let, that lets you know exactly what time this take this this is set during the in the timeline yeah and so i'm sure i can look that up i just haven't had a chance yet but you wonder god i if they go back to the well again because they can he's around and bring back darth vader and use him as a cameo in this one i i'm worried for these anthology movies because actually i'm not sure how many more anthology movies they're going to do yeah, going forward after episode nine, because you already have talks now of a new trilogy that's going to explore an unexplored part of the Star Wars universe. So that's going to be its own trilogy. And then on the off years, yeah, you have to do three movies to fill in the off years because they take a, they're going to take a, a break between each of those new movies with Ryan Johnson doing his own trilogy. So if you wonder if, I, how many interesting anthology movies there are to tell. You know, you have Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think it's there. I think that they will have to step away and do more Rogue One where they yeah. step away from the main cast. I mean, right. look at the pre-Disney Star Wars universe. It was huge. There was right. so much that was filled in there because you have a whole galaxy and you can just make it up. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. doesn't even matter. You just have to tell at least a Star Wars-y like, story. It just, it's set in Star Wars. It could be Blade Runner set in Star Wars. Yeah. And I'm sure that would be totally fine. Well, Disney's the right place to do it because, you know, look at all of these Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Yeah. There's so many. It's all set within the same universe, but they they're able to tell so many different types of stories that kind of bend the genre a little bit. So you hope that they can apply that same magic to Star Wars because right now it's looking kind of thin. Uh, Han Solo, I think, was a controversial second anthology movie to make because I don't think people wanted to see the backstory of Han Solo. People don't care. The the, the, the thing that makes the character interesting is like, you know, he he's a smuggler and he sort of plays by his own rule book. Yeah. And he's he's charming and, Hans, and Harrison Ford really made the character. I don't need to see him as a young guy. I mean, I think what may have happened was essentially a lot of people who grew up mm-hmm. watching Star Wars 
are now at that age where they're in the industry and they're like, I like there's one guy who's like, I really love Han Solo. Right. I want to do a young Han Solo. And that was I want to do a young Han Solo. Am I right? Gentlemen, ladies, nah, everybody, one guy in the back with his inhaler. <sighs> he wants this Dragon Ball news. We'll get to it. We got to move on. So, yeah. So that was happening. And also in, in May. So that's happening on the 25th. And earlier in May, you're going to have Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. Two gigantic movies coming out in May. There might be. I feel I, like there's a big another big third one that I can't that I'm just forgetting. But um, Avengers, Han Solo are both coming out in May. Yeah. yeah. We, I, we got another look at Infinity War. I definitely think that that's going to be an issue. Yeah. I definitely think that in. Avengers is definitely going to dominate right May. You wonder exactly how much that's gonna that's going to hurt this Han Solo movie. I mean, do you, do you think that's why they did it? Like that's why they're like May. Like let's let's add it into one of the biggest movies that people mm. have seen. Like people are expecting it to be this big grandiose. It's a two-part film. You're talking about Avengers. Yeah, so right. Avengers is going to be this it's going to be this big thing. It's going to be a whole line wide everyone gets involved. Well, you wonder cuz right, you you have Disney which owns both Star Wars and the MCU and you wonder if they know kind of going in that Han Solo is sort of a the the solo prequel film is really not a it's going to struggle. Yeah. And by putting it in the same month as far as releasing Avengers in the same month alongside it, you wonder if you are putting in, because they own both movies, a built-in excuse. Like, well, you know, the reason it didn't do as well is because it was released a couple weeks yeah. after Avengers. And um, you can, you have that built-in excuse if it doesn't do well. I mean, I definitely... You wonder if that has part something to do with it. I feel like that has a, a small bit right. to do with it. Because if you just think, just take it to its next logical step, you have this big movie... right. People have been talking Wouldn't about it. Wouldn't you want it. to space them out? Yeah. Right. If you think the other way, if you think both movies are going to do well, why would you put them so so close together? I mean, unless you're just trying to dominate all of May, which yeah. you, even if you had one of those movies, you would do. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what they're doing. Like, because, so you have Avengers, Han Solo, and then you have Ant-Man and Wasp. The right. next month. So that's coming down the road, too. But so it's going to be 2018 is crazy. Avengers and Infinity War. You got a look at Thanos's face at the end. That's exciting information. Still, he looks weird. Yeah. To me. It's, well, I, I think it's because he doesn't have like, weird. a hat. Yeah. He doesn't have his, his usual headpiece helmet thing. And you, you got a, a look at. Doctor Strange and Tony Stark Iron Man working together in that and what else what else happened in that Infinity War trailer? Uh, you had uh you, you had the um the vision looking like a regular guy. Yep. And, and then you had the mind stone being the mind like stone ripped out of being his head. Out a little bit. So short a short spot, but the movie looks fantastic, obviously. Yeah. You have a co- of course uh Spider-Man taking off his Spider mask as All he the does time. every did, single for, film to let you remind yourself yeah, that like that oh thing, hey that mug out there that's what he looks like underneath yeah because everyone else is just running about without it's a mask climbing on. on the space wheel and you wonder if that's going to be introduced this thing he sees at the, at the bus window that you saw in an earlier trailer that Spider Man sees at his window and he gets a spidey his spidey sense kicks yeah, in yeah 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 if this I, is early in the movie if this or if this is late in the movie where he's climbing the space wheel I think it's like a third of the way in. Because, like, it's a two-part film. You right. can't just do it all at once. You can't just... It seems like... I feel like it's going to be towards... You think it's going to be towards the end? Uh, I, I, I think it's going to be towards the end because I feel like it is a 
uh, it's like a portal, like a uh, like a like a Fargate. A Fargate? Remember that? that, that Stargate? Stargate, whatever it's called. It's Stargate. Stargate or Fargate. Fargate. It, where it's a circle and you're able to power it up and it spins and it spins and you're able to go through it and use it as a, sp- a portal to another space. I feel like yeah. that's how Thanos is using it to come onto Earth. And so Peter Parker as Spider-Man is trying to shut it down. That's why he's on it. Why else would you be on a, a, a Fargate or I a mean, Stargate? He's I mean, trying to maybe. shut it down, I think. I think he's probably trying, and that's towards the end. Of, I think that's going to be his thing to do at the end of this film is to shut down the Stargate. But it... You wouldn't actually need that, in my mind, in the sense because the Guardians of the Galaxy are there. They don't have any of that sort of technology. They just have a rocket ship, and they're just flying around. Well, they are, but but that's true. But in this case, it's very easy for Thanos's minions to just keep on flooding yeah. an entire army to oh, just walk through. Oh, just like through. in the first Avengers film? Exactly like the first one. They're, they're just like, ah, oh, how do we get them all here? Big portal. Yeah. Good enough. That's Devil's right. anus. It seems like that's probably what they're using again. That that circle wheelie thing is probably a portal that Thanos is walking through and his minions and his armies are coming through and they got to turn it off. That's I, I figure that's what Spider-Man's thing is going to be yeah. to do at the end of the movie. So it, you got another look at that and everyone's looking cool. Uh, you have Tony Stark looking cool in, in another pair of glasses. He's got his nanotech armor suit that comes out of his, his, his spine. His uh his Iron Man suit this yeah. one is, comes out of his spine now and then encases him and in the Iron Man thing which is weird how well, that I mean, works it, I never I never really got never liked it I never liked that whole advancement as far as Tony Stark's Iron Man um, uh, suits where they come out of his I I don't know where they nanotech is living in his body and it, yeah yeah it comes he, out he, and it, he's a living armor he's a living armor I don't like that I like having the suit. I like you climb in the suit. I don't like the suit being part of him. I mean, I, you know what? That's 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 a very yeah. reasonable thing and disagreement to have. Because that's just you know what do you do with once the the can you put the nanotechs back in? What if you don't want them back in? Do you have they're, to then take your suit, which is I don't know. How do you maintain that? I, I mean, guess? Th- they're always in you. Like ah, they're is always that painful. I mean, probably. Yeah. How or, do they? Yeah. You just get used to it. I, I mean, you, you remember he was drunk for a long time. He's yeah. probably still on a hangover. That's right. That's right. Still work. Still so, working through it. Very exciting uh, news. And, and then, of course, a couple months later, there was also a, another film happening uh, in in the summer, which is Ant Man and the Wasp. Which is interesting. Which is a trailer for. Well, it's interesting. Before we go into the trailer, that they're doing the same thing. Where mm-hmm. I think it's coming out one or two months after Avengers. So like, yeah. Well, there's there's at least three months to sort of catch your breath. Yeah, that's a huge difference, I think. Then, well, it, it's also setting it in the same month. Well, it's also everyone gonna be like, where does this movie take place? Right. Well, right now, I think they might be playing it close to the vest. Like they are, they have flashbacks in the trailer, flashbacking to Civil War yeah. and Ant Man's role in Civil War, but this movie. You wonder if it because this chronologically this this movie is set after Infinity War. Yeah. So well, this is going to be you would think very significantly impacted by Infinity War. Well, it's either directly after Civil War, right, or it takes place sometime before Infinity War. Like, well, it, it'd be after. Well, they could do, or it could take place after Infinity War. I mean, maybe. There's a lot of questions if this is going to be kind of like you know we're not going to. I know you're excited about what you just saw a couple months ago. But this Ant Man and Wasp film is not going to address any of those questions or all those questions you had. We're not going to talk universe. about them. Yeah, live in that time after Infinity War. So the the film looks neat. 
I was not a huge fan of Ant-Man. I thought it was fine. That's the one movie I have not seen. Yeah, it, and there's not a lot of excitement. Or it, it, the buzz wasn't, um, I guess, no pun intended. Ants don't typically buzz, but I'm not sure if there's a pun there. I don't think making. there is. Like, it goes for wasps. Not, it was not very ants, average. Though. It was very average. They changed directors midway. They had um, Edgar Wright, or um, he was the director. Edgar Wright, is that right? Yeah, Edgar Wright started it. Edgar Wright was the director. He was on there for a long time, and he ended up parting ways with the film in the studio. And they brought in Peyton Reed, and Peyton Reed. It was a very fine film. It was it was good enough. I it was probably one of my least favorite MCU films they've put out. So I'm not too excited about the second one. It looks like it's just going to be kind of a chase film. They're trying to get away from the bad guys, and they have a building that's miniaturized, and it's they have they have uh, Hank Pym who's involved, and he's trying to get away from them and hide or do something and. They're trying to run away. They're trying to He's run He's under, away. like, house arrest or whatever. Right, right. So you wonder where this this almost feels, although this could be a misdirect because they really don't want to get into anything in in the trailer yet without Infinity War coming out. So you wonder if the, if this is really going to change. Because they were, they've done this in the past where they've released trailers and the trailer is actually some of the footage in the trailer is actually different than what you're going to see when it actually comes out. Yeah. For example, in Thor Ragnarok, you didn't see that Thor was missing his eye. No. At all. Not at all. Because again, that would spoil things going ahead. So you wonder if they're going to actually if the if they're really going to do very many Civil War uh, flashbacks in Ant Man and Wasp, or if those flashbacks are instead going to go back to Infinity War. So it's interesting, uh, kind of the direction they're going to go with this film, or if this is, to me, this is really a throwaway movie. Uh, I thought that Ant-Man was surprisingly entertaining in Civil War, and I was happy to see him, but I didn't like this movie that much, and I'm not that excited going into this one. There's a lot, Michael, I think it's, Michael Douglas is back, and he looks great. Um, not excited, I'm not, I just sort of don't care about this version of the character. I mean, I think it's, I think it's more of an obligation, to yeah. be honest. Like, it's a contractual obligation where, right. I would want them, okay, so, I would want them to do what they did with Thor Ragnarok, where no one's paying attention, you could do whatever you want. Right. Go, go nuts. Like, I don't know, this one just seems like a very safe movie. Yeah, um, it, it, it's it's very by the books, a lot just of like chase every scenes like yeah. from from Captain America Winter Soldier kind of looks like a, a There's a giant Hello Kitty Pez dispenser. Yeah, yeah they, you have to do that. That's, that's a thing. That's their they that's their uh going back to the the joke from the visual joke from the original Ant-Man movie where they, they had the Thomas the Tank engine or something and they had a, you know, but it turned out like they're fight, they're miniaturized, and there's like a, there's a, a toy train coming, and they have that whole gag, and then they zoom out, and it's actually just like a regular toy train, and they're all, and so they do stuff like that where they have like a, a kid's toy being yeah. used as a weapon. No, it, it feels very safe. It feels yeah. very by the books. Right. It feels just like how they always do, like, like your Doctor Strange or Iron Man, your first introduction movies. They're always mm-hmm. very safe. There's never anything really interesting going on nothing really is gonna capture you well this one you know it could break the mold at this point they're 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 able to explore these characters so this should be the one usually right with the exception of iron man 2 usually the sequels is where this these movies in the mcu have, have shined yeah 
So maybe this movie will surprise me. I wasn't that crazy about. Probably not. Ant-Man, but hey. But we'll see. It, it doesn't. You know, it's not going to hurt the MCU. It was a, the first one was a fine movie, and I'm sure this one's going to be a fine movie. But so that's set in the in the uh, in in the summer of 2018. And what does DC have? Is that it? They don't really have anything. They have Aquaman coming and Flash. Do they, do they have Aquaman, Aquaman coming? I feel like Aquaman is coming in. I want to say October of 2018. I'm going to have to look that up. I feel like that's the only film that dc has i feel like i feel like there's not even a point anymore to talk about it the dc extended universe is really kind of dead in the water right now they're really dead in the water that's right like aquaman's career that's correct and they're really kind of recalibrating at this point and this this aquaman film is really a holdover from what they tried to do yeah with justice league and they had the movie basically in production and finished so they gotta put it out december 21st 2018 so Why? I believe that is their only contribution to 2018 in the DC Extended Universe. Yeah, which it sounds is about sad. It. It's, not, it's not sad. It's, it is. It, well, if you've been building a universe and you're only putting out one movie a year, that is a failed universe. Oh, no, it's definitely a failed universe. I'm yeah. just glad that it's only the one movie. I mean, for the sake of not having to go to poor DC Extended Universe films, it, it, it saves us the trouble and the heartache. But, God, that is just a sad state of affairs that you only released as an extended universe Don't one worry. film. Don't worry. You got Suicide Squad 2 coming at you, guy. 2020 is going to yeah. be a big year. God almighty. Sounds so all horrible. that's happening. Oh, boy. So the Super Bowl was exciting, exciting business. Got a bunch of trailers out of it. Got a chance to recap the one that we missed out when we were on a uh, little bit of a break. Yeah, this we, is, uh, we, we all missed had, all of January, I think. We had colds. We had we all, all had, had colds. colds. We all had colds. And what well, we're back and... Missed out on that Ant-Man trailer and had a chance to, to kind of give our thoughts on that one. Uh, we're yeah. not that excited about it. No, no, golly, no. There's a lot of, you know, anytime you are you start messing around with with blowing things up or miniaturizing things, you start, the, the science factors in. And if you're not making a great movie, I am nitpicking you to, cra- to crazy town <laughs> if, you're, if you're, your science doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. So I hope they don't do that to me. I hope they make a good movie so I don't have to focus on... Okay, that doesn't make a lot of sense there as far as how does that whole entire building shrink and is, is all the, the the furniture shrinking too and other people inside? And yeah. When do they install the, the handlebar? The, the, the structure? Well, think about that. If there's a handle yeah. that goes all, and it's so like a suitcase and it goes all the way <sighs> down into that building, that means that's a structural beam. Two right. structural beams. And that also means it's a telescoping structural beam that no one's ever had to be like, that's a, it's a weird design, but okay. <laughs> or like, even if it was like, I made a mini version of this, I'm going to blow it up. That's still right. terribly designed to build it. Uh, yeah, they didn't visual gag. That's all it is. It's, just it's the, a visual it, gag. But again, right. If the movie's not good, these are the things that I'm going to be focusing on. Right. So I'm hoping it's good for everyone's sake, especially mine, because I'm the only person whose eyes I have to see oh, golly, the yeah. world out of. So I don't care about other people and what they're seeing. It's me. It's me. It's always about It's you. always about me. It's always about oh, you. Oh, what Boyer. else do we want to get? Oh, uh, the thing that. So let's get to. Let's flip over to the other side of the pond. Let's do it. Comic books. Okay. Uh, which if it, uh, that's not a great analogy. They're not it's separated. Not, but I'm letting it happen. Mo- man. Superhero movies in the comics are not separated by a pond, by a uh, a body of water. But in our world, they are apparently very exciting information. So Brian Bendis, Brian Michael Bendis, is Brian known. Michael is, Bendis is his surname. Surname. Has he been knighted? I don't think he has. Can you I be think knighted he if should. you're not English? I think, 
No. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I think he should be knighted by all of comics. Mm. Like, him and Jeff Johns should... Wouldn't that be a great thing if they came together and collaborated on something? That would... I think eventually that has to happen. So, Brian Michael Bendis, who is uh, as much a... I hate to use this term, a rock star in the comic world as as you get. He's in that upper echelon of, of writers who's now coming over from the big... It's a big move coming over from Marvel Comics. We've covered it on past episodes of this show, where he has now signed an exclusive, like, multi-year deal with DC Comics, and he's jumping right in in April, and he's writing, like, a backstory or a variant story to Action Comics 1000. And then a couple months later, he is really... That's... The fact that he's writing... Action Comics 1000, at least part of it, is not just a throwaway thing. He is diving headfirst into the Superman side of the DC comic book world that they have over there. And he is going to be writing a six-issue miniseries called Man of Steel. Yeah. Which is going to be heavy with continuity. Apparently going to have ramifications as far as Krypton's backstory, as far as what actually went on prior to Krypton blowing up. And there are going to be some revelations that yeah, were going to be he, he's that appara- wasn't known about previously. He's apparently going to reach deep into super uh, Superman's past. He's right. going to bring a character out, and he's mm. going to he's going to make it new. He's going to re add it, and hopefully like, it's not the the characters that we're going to talk about later on. That oh Superman's no fighting. no, it's going to be the the little uh, Supermen he shot from his oh, hands. Oh yeah, yeah, and then Could he had to, he tried to had to kill them. Uh, tried is, to had to. Do you he tried think to kill this is synergy with the fact that they are doing a Krypton television series that is set on Krypton before Krypton blew up? That focuses on Superman's grandfather. You're looking at me like you've never heard of the series. No, no, They're no, doing no, a series, no. I'm, I'm right. thinking about it. I'm actually, I'm actually thinking about I, it. Th- I, I don't think it's just a coincidence that they are having does, a does very does DC own sci-fi? Oh, sure. Well, this is their, but this, this is their, uh, this is their property. This, it's a DC show. They get a chunk of that, I think, and they have some stakes on whether or not that show does well. And it's a weird concept and a weird premise. The fact that you are setting an entire series on Krypton generations before anything interesting happens with superman showing up so you have a book that brian michael bendis's first book that he's doing that's going to be heavily set on krypton so i think the two i believe i'm not going to look at the television release schedule but i think the the series is coming up probably roughly around the same time as this uh this comic book mini event that brian michael bendis is doing i don't think that's a a coincidence I think that's that's intentional. There, it's, it's in March, yeah, of so, this year, yeah. So basically, there it is. There it is. I think they're trying. One of them is trying to piggyback look on the popularity you, of the other. Look at you. My, the the wheels are always spinning in there. You're always so smart, Mister Dwyer. That's why the spokes are always going. Well, yeah. I just I don't trust anything. No, no, no being the, done just for like. Oh, wouldn't it be cool creatively if we told this story? Nope. How can we? What are, what other properties are we doing? How can we make a little more money? What other things we got going yeah. on, guys? Let's what can uh, we, yeah. Let's let's get those monies. Let's let's get our palms greased yeah. with that cash and just. So they're they're banking on this. I don't know if they're. I, I take that back. I'm not sure who's banking on this Krypton Somebody show. Somebody well. at Sci-Fi is banking on. Apparently, it. someone wants the show to do well. But Brian Michael Bendis, he's going to do a six-issue arc, which is going to very much center heavily on Krypton before it yeah. blows up, and then he takes over. 
a couple months later, the writing duties on Action Comics full time mm-hmm. and Superman, 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 <laughs> Superman, which is the Jamaican version of the uh, of the comics that they have going on over there. Superman, and he he's taking over writing duties on both Action Comics and Superman, and that's a that's a heavy haul. I two big books. I mean, he's done that before. He did Iron Man, and right. he also did. Um, uh, What's the one with Doctor Doom as Iron Man? It's not. It's Invincible. Is that yeah? Invincible I think it's the Iron Invincible Man? Iron Man. Yeah. So right. he's done, he's done no, that he's, before. Right, right. He's also juggled within the Iron Man series. He's juggled Mary Jane. He's mm-hmm. juggled Tony Stark, Riri Williams, Doctor Doom, Ben Grimm. He's juggled a whole so lot of characters. he could do this with his eyes closed. Yeah, I, I writing definitely he think he can do this. So this his 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 runs now on on the on the soon to be uh, started action comics. And Superman, they are going to take off from where he leaves off with that Man of Steel series that he's writing as far as what he sets up yeah. in that series. And then they're going to play off of that. Yeah. Once he starts writing action comics, the things are going to kind of start trickling down story-wise. And that's going to play off that. And So it, it should be interesting what he kind of sets up in this Man of Steel six-part series and where he takes these characters. I like it right now. Right, you know, I like. Uh, I'm reading Superman, kind of. I think the writer on it, whose name escapes me, is is excellent. He's been in a lot of good stuff, and I'm not reading Action Comics because Dan Jurgens is on it, and I don't think he is a good person to be writing comics in 2018. I think he is, he is a writer from a, a bygone era. I thought he really, you know, he he wrote the Death of Superman, didn't he, back in the 80s. 90s i'm sorry he wrote comics back in the 90s and i think he was a good comic writer and that worked for the time but he's yeah it doesn't really work his style for action comics so that makes sense to me that brian michael bendis is taking over that book but yeah it it should be interesting they're really giving the guys the the guy the keys yeah i mean for i think that also it's it's mutually beneficial because no one can make it is difficult to make superman work Uh, it's difficult to make superman work in the 21st century you have to do stories where you break conventional norms of Superman. Right. Like, uh, who who did it when they grounded Superman? Where he walked? <laughs> they gr- oh, I think <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like they they grinded him up. No, no, no. And they made him into a powder. No, there was a series about two years yeah, ago. They grounded. grounded him. He walked everywhere right. to to be more human. He, sure. He no, no, no. What, I know, I know exactly yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah. It, I, just hearing you describe it, it sounds stupid. Yeah, I totally. But it happened. It, it, it sounds so happened. stupid. It did. But it, it's like this is what we have to do. Like yeah. it really. Superman is so. I mean, they had they had the problem. It's like mm-hmm. Superman has so many powers. He's so impervious to things. Right. What do we do? And then you had Doomsday, and then after right. Doomsday, Doomsday is the, like Doomsday can kill him, and then Darkseid can kill him, and then like a whole bunch of other people can like kind of kill him, but not really do it. I would love to visit a, a parallel earth an alternate reality where superman stayed dead in the comics following his death with uh, doomsday and maybe he comes back how big it would be if they brought him back from the dead and waited all the way until like 2018 how big it would be if they actually made him if they if they killed him and waited 30 years to bring him back i think that would be how big that would be i mean think about it that that doesn't happen though like if if it if they held on to that like just imagine if they held on to that little chunk. They're like, we got this coming back. Otherwise, what have they done on the comic book side of things to benefit from the character? 
I guess you, if for marketability and for selling merchandise, you, you want a character who's alive. But do people care what's happening in the they, comics they, as far as they selling merchandise? The they, average person, they do. They love it. So you remember when Captain America died? Yeah. People were like, "Oh no, Captain America!" And everyone weeped a little bit. Right. And then what? Two years down the line, they brought. He's not dead. He's in a parallel dimension. Sure. That bullet didn't kill him. It just put his body somewhere else. Like. The outcry for Captain America's death was so great that it's like, okay, great. We got people's attention. Let's fill in a little bit more. Same thing with Batman. When Batman, mm-hmm. um, when he was gone, he was tra- traveling through time. You had right. Dick Grayson as Batman and Damien still as... You could tell so many different interesting stories. Exactly. But DC has this thing. I don't know if you've noticed. They don't like to pass down the mantle. No. Ever. No, that's right. They, that's they right. like to hold on to their mantle. They will even rewrite the whole universe and make everybody 10 years younger and then be like keep on yeah just so bruce wayne can still be bruce wayne for some reason i just wonder if like do you mean to tell me that if superman let's say stayed dead after his death in in the doomsday arc that kids wouldn't be buying superman shirts still the movies i mean obviously the movies come out every so often that superman is just this this linchpin of of, of culture in America that him being alive in the comics affects merchandise. Kids are buying less merchandise, Superman merchandise because of how he is in the comic books that no one reads. I, I just feel like I don't, cause what have you gotten? You've gotten a lot of storylines since Superman has come back from the dead. What has he done since you can throw him in a, in a big, big team up event, a big, uh, a big, um, event book, and he's part of it, but has he ever? He he rarely has a best-selling book. He hasn't done anything interesting. He hasn't developed like any interesting new foes or villains, or really been involved in very interesting stories. And again, he's never a top-selling book. I don't know what him being around has really gotten you. I feel like if you really God, I I know I understand reality. I get reality. Sean Brennan, I get reality. I subscribe I to actual reality. Why, even though long term, if they decided to to keep Superman dead for thirty years and then bring yeah. him back two thousand eighteen, how huge that would! It would be like Star Wars coming back with Episode Seven, but like, ju- but bigger because yeah. more time has passed. Well, because what have you gotten? Like you, Superman, you what could, has he gotten for you? you? You know what? You're exactly right. I was thinking about it, and there has not been a Superman story that's rocked right rocked Anybody. anything and like, it's never a best-selling book. it's always batman it's right. always batman right um so it's it's always batman it's never superman never wonder woman never flash uh it was green lantern green, like green lantern and batman have been the only two characters in the justice league who have ever been a part of the justice league where those two characters have had an extension of their universe created and that right. has stuck the only two characters um Everyone else, everyone else can be retconned. Everyone else can just like be changed over. I mean, I enjoyed Grant Morrison's take because he made Superman younger. He right. made him have vulnerability. You we were talking t- about with DC, um, with with the New Fifty Two. Yeah, the New Fifty Two, where he did him in the he, in the blue jeans. Yeah, he didn't he didn't fly. He jumped. Yeah. Um, I think that there's a problem. I think there's a problem when with Superman, where you create a character who's so powerful infallible and it's different than say like i I always wonder like you know why can't they make 
Superman more like it works for Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball Super where you have these super powerful godlike characters and somehow it's interesting because there's always something someone more to, there's always someone more powerful to fight. Yeah. So they always keep on getting more powerful but I guess when you have one person who is that powerful, the fact that he that Superman would continue to train and continue to get more and more power-ups and become continue to get more and more powerful over the years, that would only make him that much more powerful than all than Batman. Yeah. Well, so, so like Superman can't get any more powerful than he is. No, he can't. So there was a time where he had the solar flare. Remember right. when he had that? Yes. He, he would, a, he a would new, lose all his powers skill. for like what like a, a week or yeah. a, a day. Yeah. Whatever. So he lost all his powers and that made him very human. That was probably the biggest thing that happened. Yeah, okay, I remember. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Uh, but that didn't make his book sell any better. Right. It was an well, interesting... Oh, Jeff Johns was on that for, for a little... That was Jeff Johns and, uh, and, and John Romita, I think. John Romita Jr. I hate his art. That's That was so part much. of that. Right, that's when Jeff Johns came on and there was some hope with the book. Because Jeff Johns, obviously, is one of the better writers in comics. But that he was only on it for a little bit. And he didn't... I mean, there was that, right? That was interesting. But, God, I just feel like... Having Superman around would be, it, it only sells you a couple, a couple, 10, you know, a thousand, 10,000 or so more, more books, 20,000, 30,000 more books if like you're attaching Superman to a comic book, book event. But I think over time, if he's not around, you have the ability to maybe introduce more characters. I mean, you can he, have a Superboy, yeah, maybe he, take on the mantle of Superman, but things can change. Mantles don't get passed down. That's the worst right. part about and it. And then though. in 30 years, you bring him back from the dead and people are going, it's, it's mainstream news. It's a huge deal. And of course, at that point, and then it's diminishing returns after a year or so of Superman being back. But, you know, it's, yeah, I Superman for me anyways, lives through in, in the mind of, of, of the public lives through the movies as far as why he's popular the the movies the cartoon series i think in the comics i I think that plays so little into his popularity i think you could comics really as far as i'm concerned right now because the the big money is are the movies and the the television series yeah of course i think the comics should really be a, a playground for trying out new interesting ideas and they don't really do that. They still play it very safe in the comics, even though like the stakes are a lot smaller. You're only selling your your highest selling books are maybe selling two hundred, three hundred thousand copies. Yeah, and that's chunk that's chump change compared to like what a movie makes. I mean, I really. So why not like what's a couple ten thousand, twenty thousand fewer selling comics? I guess with with Superman being gone for a while, eventually that would start to. That would start to um, to even out where people would not not be buying books because Superman yeah. isn't around any longer. That would go away. Well, that's right. And in th- thirty years, you would have this gigantic like, oh my god, Superman's back! This is a renaissance in comics. Well, so that's what I think they're doing right now with Superman. So death uh, sticks. You know, the the death thing stuck. That was a big deal. They treated yeah. it seriously. I don't know. Okay, well, so they're ending metal. Dark Knight's metal. Right. Right. That's this coming to an end. Right now. And then right. when that Superman 1000, that action comics comes in 1000, that's when you push him back. So Dark Knight's is falling. Right. It, it, it's going out because it's, it's just about done. And then you bring back your Superman. You bring back your Superman with a brand new writer who's always done great things. But it's it, like, what if uh brian michael bendis didn't want to write superman like what if he wanted to write batman or wonder woman right so it's interesting to 
think about this like as a whole thing. Like I definitely think that DC they need a new Superman story. They need a solid writer who can add something new or who can yeah. put a twist on Superman. They they need that because the whole thing is they wait they put so much time and effort into Batman and to revitalizing the whole doomsday clock with everything else to just to explain what's going on, what's been happening. Everything else is just kind of filler where you have this cloud above it where mm-hmm. it's dark nights and then above that you have doomsday clock. And I think they know that once dark nights metal is gone, they're going to lose one of their biggest sellers right? because they have so many variants for that, which are beautiful. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this whole thing is super crazy and weird because you have one of your best writers, Scott Snyder, on there, who's been doing Batman for almost over five years. Yep. I definitely think that this is this is one of the times where, as you were talking about, you know, Krypton, the show is coming on. They're, they need a new writer. They need a new it boy. And Brian Michael Bendis is their it boy. That's right. Well, I just, you know, right now they're even doing, with DC Rebirth, they... They took Superman and they had old school Superman who came back from pre. They had pre-crisis Superman. Oh yeah, that was a big mess. And they killed off the New Fifty Two Superman and they brought back the old Superman from the the, the previous continuity. And well, that's who that's who's walking around around right now. That's yeah. the current Superman. Yeah. And with that, he has a family. He has a little boy. He's more of a family man. That's interesting. And and I'm liking the books, but like. I don't know, but sort of like it's not moving the needle at all, that, and that's the that's a pretty big change for Superman. Well, th- there's nothing there to grab. I don't know what else he do. There's nothing there to grab you. Yeah, like um, Spider-Man or New Year Vows. That's an interesting storyline, but that's nothing new. That's nothing that's gonna grab mm-hmm. you. Like now that they have um, Norman Osborn with the Carnage symbiote to, to be like Red Goblin or whatever, that's something a little interesting. That's something that moves that dial just a little bit more mm-hmm. because it's how do we make someone more insane who's already clearly one of the most intelligent, insane people around. And Superman has yet to have that. Superman has yet to have something that pushes that envelope just yeah. a little bit, just just to make I it that like much more interesting. Stuff, though. I, thought, I felt like after Forever Evil, which is the comic book of them, Lex Luthor became good and he became like a... Like a Superman, yeah. He he turned he he did a face turn, and so I thought that was interesting. Superman having to work with with a good Lex Luthor, and I thought that was they've done interesting things. So I don't know what else they can do. I feel like Superman is never. This is a mutually beneficial thing because if Brian Michael Bendis succeeds and this is a, a, a this catches on and this this is a good selling book, then finally dc has a top-selling superman book which they haven't since the 90s i want to yeah. say i'd have to go back and look but no no death of superman sold out right and i think since then that's just people it's just been a big letdown because that's you know they they shot themselves in the foot because there was nowhere else to go but down if you're doing a death of superman arc yeah no, no there's you, nothing else you can do to top like that. the thing was and they haven't since well i liked cyber superman right because he he is and he is fallible. He has issues. Right. He's he has all these memories, and I thought that was a really interesting character that you could go on and sure. talk about. You could you could have following Death of Superman. You could have had all the uh, the rise of the Superman splinter off and do their own thing. Yeah, and not brought back. Uh, you know, at this point, this is all fan fiction kind of stuff we're talking about. But or another way of going about writing the last 30 years of comics, but God, it would have been cool had they just stuck to it and 
if they waited because you know I'm thinking about I'm thinking about Star Wars the fact that Star Wars is so beloved by the by the fans is that they take big breaks and Star Wars as we're already kind of seeing because they've put out a lot of movies in a short period yeah Star Wars really is a one trick pony yeah it's starting to fatigue yeah it's starting to fatigue and Superman is just like a guy who was running a marathon who did not train. <laughs> it is he is fatigued right now, and Superman could use a bit of a break. Well, yeah, I, I definitely think so. I definitely think that. Uh, he, I would say put him on the shelf for ten years. But I love death in comics. Kill everyone. Get them all. They're happy. They're lucky. I don't write comics. Oh man, it, I was I was on a Facebook page and they were talking about you know how they're bringing back the original Wolverine. Right. And I'm like, let him die. Yeah. There's no reason for it. They're yeah. so the Wolver the Wolver family. Is right. so large and extensive that you don't need the Wolverine to continue no, being you, Wolverine. You, you don't need that. And the you idea have X-23, of twenty three, you have old man Logan. Th- the fact that you have him, just an older version, a much right. older version, that's totally fine. Right. Like, you have like four or five different choices of people that could yeah, take up you, the, the You mantle. don't need to bring them back, that's but right. because you want a little extra cheddar. Yeah, they can't help themselves. That's the big problem with comics in general. But you know, I'm gonna write a strongly worded letter to DC and really take all the ideas of this podcast kill superman and keep him dead for 30 years and just end my great. letter with just a bunch of dollar signs and they'll get it they'll get it <laughs> they'll understand but speaking of ending something yeah to make people want to make them uh pine for it to return dragon ball super yeah is a series that you don't watch. No, I have no interest in it, but you do. I grew up uh, watching Dragon Ball, and I love Dragon Ball, and Dragon Ball Super came back in 2015, and it's been up and down, um, more ups than down, I guess. Once they get past the first 30 episodes, it's been it's been a, an entertaining series. Well, out of nowhere, they made the announcement that they, starting in March, at the end of the current arc they're doing, they are ending Dragon Ball Super. And they said, hey, uh, get ready because we're doing a... They already announced this before they made the announcement that Super is ending. Yeah. That we have a big Dragon Ball Z Super movie that's coming out in December. So get ready for that. And they've, they've said things, although nothing official. Hey, it's not like Dragon Ball is going anywhere. So the idea... It, it seems like this is just a hiatus. But it's maddening as a Dragon Ball fan, because you don't know without the confirmation that the series is coming back, it's it's really maddening, because you don't know if it ever will come back. It probably will, but you don't know when. This is sort of like a, a research as a <laughs> Dragon don't Ball. Know when. We just got it back, and now they're taking it away for God knows how long. So I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I could, I could see the pain in your eyes. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's something that really came out of nowhere, and... Dragon Ball Super is really starting to uh, to gain some momentum as they're nearing the the universal uh, the, the the death of the universe arc and whatever that's probably not the official name but you have the uh, this, this they have a tournament where all the a bunch of universes are fighting for survival and it's it's really starting to hit its climax right now and I'm very excited about where it's going and then they as soon as I'm getting I'm I'm thinking about okay where is the where are they going to take the story. For the next saga, they're like, oh, there is no next saga. Don't it's worry not about happening. It. It's not happening. I mean, 
wasn't this written by the original writer? Yeah, Akira Toriyama. I mean, I is think, a lot more involved in this series. I think he's done. I think he's like, guys, I'm sorry, I gotta, I gotta step away again. You wonder, right? Because these people aren't getting any younger. No, no. The golly, people no. involved, Akira Toriyama. I don't know his age, but the the voice actor who, granted, you can move on, you can recast, but she is iconic. The voice actor who voices Goku is like 80 or 90 years old. Yeah, come on. You got to let that poor woman. I mean, she's probably living well, but you got to let her ha- so enjoy that. She's not going to see the return of the series if they take a if once they take this hiatus. She's not going to She's dead. She's, she's not going to she's, she's staying dead. She's not going to voice Goku ever again. No. So no. it's I don't know. I feel like I just got it back and I'm going to be an old man by the time Dragon Ball. But then it, it, going back to my original point, sometimes you have to take something away. There you go. To miss it. I mean, they can always still do movies. They've always yeah. they've always done movies in the interim. Right. And that's actually where I didn't even think they were. I didn't think there was any chance that they were ever going to do another Dragon Ball in continuity series ever again. Yeah. And I thought the best form for Dragon Ball to exist was to continue to tell a story, but do it through movies instead. Where you do every year or so, every other year, you just continue to tell a story, but do it in the two-hour movies as opposed to having a big series. I'll take what I can get. Yeah. And so maybe I don't know. I that's probably the best form for Dragon Ball to live in. But now that I but since then I, I got a series, and now I'm not willing to let go of that series. You, you, you got a bite. You I got, got a bite. You got, a, you got a taste. That's right. It's, and you you don't want it to go away. That's right. I'm sorry. So, are you at all? Are you affected by this? I am completely indifferent yeah. to this entire yeah. situation. Yeah, for those, I mean, except for you, my heart hurts. Yes, Clearly. it's Dragon my Ball. My heart is breaking. Yeah. Did you hear the news? Where were you when you heard the news? And did you think of me? Uh, I may have been at work. Yeah. I may have been uh, sleeping on it, right. to be honest. You know what happens. It just sounds it like a big hiatus, but people are freaking out. Because we just got it back. <laughs> Me and the guy in the back, we just got it. We just, we just got, got, it got it back, man. And it's just, it's just one of those things where we're very, you know. I hope that it can, it, it'll come back, and this breather that they're going to be taking will be good for the series, as far as this long term, you know, it, it, its ability to continue as the series long term. So we'll see where that kind of goes. But the last thing I want to cover on okay. this here, the 160th issue of the Superman Super Show, Superman again is trying to branch out. Yeah, he's and trying to do stuff. He's trying to do stuff. He's trying to reach new types of audiences, and they're doing uh, different types of books. One of them is a young adult book. Yeah, DC is starting to, I think, I feel like they've done this before, right. where they've had their comics. Out of continuity yeah. books for different audiences. Yeah, so this is kind of like your, a young adult um, and a kid's series where... These are only stories that only exist in this universe. They only follow these characters. Um, one for you little kids is called DC Zoom. It has more of like a bendy, like a uh, a bendy kind of noodly spaghetti-like character design right, right, right. for kids. And then there's a, a younger, like a young adult, like how you would get the Scholastics books. Yeah. Like, you remember yeah, that? Yeah. Uh, and then there's a line for them, too. So I'm, I, I mean, they're trying to corner all the markets. It's weird that I'm curious as to where they're actually going with this because mm. they've kind of always made stuff for both young adults and little kids. So DC Zoom is the young adults book. Uh, I believe that's the little kids one. What's the one where this, where this interesting, uh, 
the reason why the, the reason why we were bringing this up is in 2019, they are getting ready to tell a story for one of these these different lines that they're producing for Superman, these young adults books. And, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, this is DC Zoom, I believe, unless I can find the title, where it's being written by Jean, or I'm not, I'm going to butcher his name, Jean Lewin Yang, who is an Asian-American author. He's written the new Superman, which is the Chinese Superman. So he's involved over at DC. And it's going to be a Superman story involving an old foe, uh, who Superman did battle back in the, the Golden Age or Silver Age of comics. The Ku Klux Klan is going to be going toe-to-toe with Superman. It's DC Inc. DC Inc. Okay, DC Inc. is the one that where this is going to be told. DC Zoom is for little kids who hopefully won't be introduced to the Klan in their young, impressionable <laughs> years. <laughs> Which is just... It just becomes a recruiting tool? Yeah, well... <laughs> You know, they are, they're sneaky, that clan. So the the KKK, that's who Superman's going to be colliding with. And this is really uh, a, an opportunity for Superman to tell a story about society and righting wrongs and who the real evil is in the world. Man. Man. That's right. So an interesting place to go. I guess you can do it outside of continuity. This isn't taking place in the mainline continuity. Uh, I'm not sure when the last time was that Superman in continuity in comics battled the, the KKK. Hasn't been for a while. Hasn't been for a hot minute, as the kids are saying. Uh, Is that what they're saying? They are saying that exactly. It's pre-crisis. And then post-crisis, everything got all, you know, political and politically correct. And apparently you can't punch, punch a, a KKK member anymore which is very sad uh for everyone especially the kkk members that they need, <laughs> they a, good need a lot more they, punches they realize that they need a good punch everyone every now and again uh will you be picking it up out of out of out of curiosity uh i mean i'll i'll see the previews as yeah. as i'm as i'm always out. normally used to doing and i mean i feel like i mean what's he going to do like here's my question so is he he's just gonna, gonna like, go teach to them a lesson he's, yeah, he's gonna, gonna like be um, him and his him and lois are gonna be taking a a little vacation down to kansas ah uh, or somewhere no. around there uh over to kansas which is more rural and i guess more prone to uh the kkk setting up camp and trying to recruit people in more of the uh more of more of the the heartland as it were um although i'm not sure what the kkk's uh what their enlistment number is, is over in in the in, in kansas i don't know i mean it, it's how very... strong their kansas chapter is so maybe my my theory is off base a little bit but i feel like he, they're going to go on a, a little vacation to like south carolina well, and so... they're going to encounter someone being bullied by or encounter they're going to encounter someone meeting up with the kkk and they're going to intervene i mean my question is so, so like do they have superpowers are they just super know. dicks are they super racist like what what is it that superman like this superman he doesn't uh mm. he doesn't go into like political affairs he doesn't go into like world hunger crisis he doesn't mm. do any of that but when the kkk comes around oof, boy does he put on his you cowboy hat like that's an easy call right you, I, when someone says hey do you like the kkk 
usually you say no, sir. That's that's no, an no. easy, pretty. That's a pretty easy thing to kind of rally against uh, for some people um, in the, with the current political climate, though. It's not always an easy call, right? But it's apparently. it's just like does he like teach them a lesson? Does he like just flick use them? His, and does he use his heat vision and just light them all on fire? Give them lobotomies? Yeah, that's an idea. That's an idea. They did it to Doctor Light. Yeah, I don't see why not. In crisis uh, in identity crisis, where they just gave him a lobotomy and made him a little screwier than he used to be. So a teeny bit, bit of a cautionary it's, tale. Yeah, there as far as meddling with with the with the human brain. So <laughs> we, we hopefully we're able to they're able to take a lesson or two from identity crisis and 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 learn that and apply this to this young adult book, which uh, is due out in 2019. So got a lot ahead of us in the future 2018 is a very exciting year a lot to come 2019 already is stacking up already you have this book of course you this have young this adult one. book and you have suicide squad 2 which i'm sure is going to be a bang up movie so a lot to look forward to hopefully a stronger <laughs> is that, showing is that what you really think oh god i don't know they only they can only go up from here I, it just occurred to me right the dc extended universe only had is only having one movie coming out in 2018 yeah they had their big climax with justice league and then they 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 closed up shop i guess it's really something god what a failure that movie was and the whole i don't know they're really going back to square one uh i've heard more rumors about them doing another man of steel movie another sequel for man of steel what do you think about that would you be interested in i feel like there has been people who are higher on the character since Henry Cavill's portrayal in in Justice League. Does he, does he have a mustache that he can't Minus he can't the change. CGI face. He, he was he played a strong Superman in, in Justice League, but God, if you're not making another... I don't know. I mean, Henry Cavill's a, a still, still a pretty young guy, but age is always at the back of my mind. Do you recast Superman if you have to do a, another Superman movie in like 2022? If you're not getting in, if you let's say you do get a Superman, I mean, Man of Steel sequel, and that's you're not looking until like 2021, 22. Do you just recast? No, I mean he he looks good for his age. He looks younger than Ben Affleck. He is younger than Ben Affleck. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I, mean, you, you, I guess you don't. But you can write. Okay, so Zack Snyder's out of it. You can let's write. Hope. Yeah, no, no, he's we don't out. know that for a fact. He's, he's out. Well, you can write. You can write a decent film with him. You can finally write the the lighthearted, the big American savior film. Let's hope. Let's hope. Hopefully Zod doesn't come back and make him have to snap his neck again. And then we have to start this whole cycle over again where Superman is angsty. It's really just Zack Snyder dressed as Superman. He's just snapping necks. Oh, God. That's right. Well, you know, and then he, he said he's a bad influence to Superman. He sent him down a, a wrong path. And speaking of sending people down a wrong path, hopefully we have sent you down the right path. Wherever you're enjoying this podcast, whether it be uh, alone in your in your bed uh, under your underneath your your nice cozy duvet in this uh, this frigid February that we're having right now. Unless you're in a warm part where the the climate is nice, Buffalo it is not so nice. No. Where we often take up, uh, where we we put down our roots and lay down our sleeping bags and our and, heavy duvets and, keep us warm. <laughs> that's right. Whatever you're listening to it, yeah. Hopefully you're a little bit warmer than we are. God, it's it's just this is the toughest time. This is the only thing that gets us through this time of the year is thinking to me. Yeah. Thinking God that we have two gigantic movies coming out. We have free comic book day coming out early May because there is really not the Super Bowl's over. There is nothing to look forward to from February after the Super Bowl until 
till when? Valentine's Day? That is a terror. That's like being forced to watch commercials at the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm not watching commercials at the Super Bowl just because um, I'm being told I have well, to. Well, I like the fact that Easter's on April Fool's Day. That's hilarious. Uh-huh. Is that before or after May? When is, when is Easter this year? Is that April? Yeah, it's April. That's it's always April. April. Is it always April? It's always April. Gotta check my calendar. It's gotta, the first Sunday in April. I gotta make sure to synchronize our calendars <laughs> and synchronize your subscription to the Super Friends Super Show podcast. We'll be back again in two weeks. Sean Dwyer at SeanDwyer.com. So you can find me on Twitter at New Super Podcast is where you can find the podcast official twitter account where we do uh where we post these shows and we tell you where you can download them and subscribe to them at new super podcast where you can find that and at sean's sand sugar yep, is where you can find sean brennan's twitter yeah. feed taking a little bit of uh you're making the people miss you right now on twitter sometimes you gotta give them gotta take away you gotta let them yeah. wait you gotta, right. you gotta give them hungry. That's right. It's the Hunger Games. That's how. That's your. That's your. Your ideology when it comes to your Twitter account. Yeah, th- that's my slogan. It's the Hunger Games. It's everyone. the Hunger Games. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so there's there's that going on, and yeah, we'll be back again in two weeks' time to recap everything that has happened since this time that you are hearing this from this point in present day podcast land until two weeks from now we will recap all of that action uh as sean brennan have i left anything out anything interesting happening in your life right now that you want to let everyone know about or let me know about sex criminals is sex back criminals the is comic back. the comic not in general just yeah like I, I, I always hope the, the cell doors and just like you know what we don't have room for all these <laughs> these guys i always have to make sure that like i, you end, I end it with the emphasis on the yeah. comic that's right so no one around because it if I'm talking to someone, they know, but it's for the people around me. Common courtesy. They're not just releasing all the sex criminals. Oh, God, they'd be terrible. You take them back, America. <laughs> you take them back. They're stinking up our jails. Our regular you know, criminal, criminal population doesn't want anything to do with these guys. That's actually a fact. That is a fact. They don't like sex criminals. And neither do we. Uh, and, and that's, God, that's it for me. Um, what else? Um, I've been getting really into my retro pie lately. Like actually, oh oh, I thought I've been re- diving in. I haven't shrunken myself down and dived into my. I actually thought you emulation like, device, the retro pie. I thought you meant regular pies. You're like I'm make. I've been making some old, old school, school apple pies. pies. That's right. That too. You know what? I'm really into video games. Sometimes my wife's really into baking. Maybe we can both get into retro pies. Oh, I think. I think that's actually just re- different. RetroPie is a, it's like an emulation operating system where you can take uh, old school video game emulator systems and play them all on one platform, and you can go back and forth and you can play uh, you can store all of your super nes games that have ever existed and then go over and play any other video game system all in this all in one place and you can have all the games in high definition you can use whatever controllers you want to use all on a little device the size of a credit card yeah it's great oh the, the high definition i'm getting really into it I'm, you know what? Maybe I need to take a breath. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. I think you're doing great. Um, you can relive all those memories yeah. and all those times that you never beat Zelda. I never or, will beat. I'm very bad. I like setting everything up <laughs> and getting everything looking really good and making sure all everything is organized and organizing things. I'm really bad at playing video at the actual playing. I do. I spend so much time organizing instead of setting everything up that I never actually sit down and play. Yeah, you, you're a great. You're a great, like, when they do house showings, that's yeah. you. Yeah. You're the guy who sets everything up. That's right. You're the guy who makes everything look great. Staging. Oh, yeah. Oh, that that should be your 
true staging. that's your true calling that's my calling i like staging things yeah I, I don't participate much like when we've done super draft in the past the our special show we can go back to our archives and listen to where we did a uh, a superhero fantasy draft and wrestle draft where we did it with wrestlers i am the game master i set it all up but i don't get to play yeah no no you exclude yourself from this cr- incredible fun game yeah. that you set up this universe that you created with it's your bare hands if we do wrestle draft too maybe i can play but i think we play for money so it's still not fair no it's like i'm like uh what's what's the name of that 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 uh that baseball player who played for the phillies who bet on baseball um i have no clue oh i forget his name oh it's right inside my tongue i keep on my brain keeps on recommending uh tommy lasora <laughs> i don't even know if that's right if that's a baseball <laughs> who is name that? um joe dimaggio no uh sheila Never mind. I was calling to my wife to see if she, if she remembers the name of the, the gentleman who play, who bet on baseball. And I'm probably cutting all of this out. Uh, Sean Brennan, anything else you want to add before we depart the, the train hooking mechanism and just ride off into the night? Remember, your comics from the 90s yeah. aren't worth that much. Get rid of them. Rid you of might them. be able to have some space to have someone else in your life. That's right. That's right. You can have a roommate. You could have. You'll have, finally have a room for a roommate so they can start paying you rent yeah and it just goes round and round and round yeah no that's uh that's, that's good good advice to end on sean brennan uh and that's uh that's 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 i can't think of a better thing to end on all right episode 161 next time what's her name today she could be anyone i might have known you'd leave her crying What's her name again? You should be ashamed. How could you treat her so unspeakably? Or did you think she was a different guy? For as the radio played in the bedroom wall, what was that name you called her? Was she the one?
What's her name? What's her name? What's her name? 